Oh. Hello there. Didn't see you come in. Me, Dr. Deeves. Glad you joined me tonight. Tonight, it's a little something special. Just you, and me, and Abby, and Alex, and Jeff, and uh, Gary's here too. Uh, that's right. Very special side episode of Crits and Grits. Tonight, <clears throat> the lovely Abby will be leading us through some kind of dungeon. I don't know. I didn't read all of that message. Uh, but it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, here we go. All right. Um, how's, how's everyone doing? Let's start and let's go in alphabetical order. Alex, how are you? Oh, I'm here. Um, doing okay. Living the, the dream, uh, as the kids say. Um, but I'm here. Yeah, that's the important thing. We're here. Uh, there's a whole new season of Dungeons and Daddies. Uh, I've listened to the new episode like twice now. Very good. Um, that's right. I'm plugging somebody else's show on our show. That's that's how I'm doing tonight. Nice. Um, I guess Drew, how are you? I'm doing Lovely good. intro. I had a I had a good day at work today, and I made a character for a class that I thought was real cool when it came out, and I'm really excited to play it. Gerald, how are you today? Uh, low on spell slots in real life, but got all my spell slots in game and high on fuckery. As Get expected. <laughs> I was I was ready. This is exactly what I prepared for. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm still riding the high that was uh, Deeps' intro. <laughs> it was a very good <laughs> intro. I enjoyed that way better One than One of anything. a kind. Thanks, guys. Should have actually written something out to read for the intro, but I'm so used to running stuff not in podcast form that I didn't prepare something. Um, can we, sorry, can we insert the sound of a gently crackling fire? <laughs> Just really, I can try to find one. To really complete the mood? There's definitely free ones out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll track one There's down at be. some point. Or if you find one you like, just send it to me. So... Um, I would like to say to all of our lovely listeners, if you have certain phobias, this might not be for you. Um, I don't know the name of all of the phobias, but um, this will probably trigger some. Um, we'll start with arachnophobia is going to be a big deal here. If you cannot handle spiders and creepy crawlies and things, you know, of that nature... This is probably not a, the best episode for you because I take great joy in grossing out my players with um, some of the things that the enemies may or may not do. Um, sometimes the threat is just as scary as the actual action, and I, I take a lot of delight in that. Um, but uh, tonight I'm going to be running them through um, the Fiery Grog Tavern module. Um, that leads into Madness of the Rat Kings. So if you've already played these or want to play these, um, I don't know. It might be fun. Uh, we'll see what kind of bullshit everybody gets into tonight. Um, so for our adventurers, um, what has drawn them together to the city of Marfall, which is a pretty little uh, village um, they've got a nice little dock. It is a seaside village. Um, it's very small, very quaint, uh, but the people here are nice. Um, and there's a lot of rumors 
and jobs for adventurers um, that are going around here. Some of the things that have drawn our adventurers today, um, we're saying they met up on the roads or perhaps just knew each other in advance. Um, there is a missing son of the local blacksmith um, and a reward of 100 gold for his safe return. Um, and it is rumored that, well, they think the son decided to become an adventurer and go and check out the caves that are rumored to be under the city of Marfall. Um, but nobody's been able to really find the entrances or his son. So he's reaching out to adventurers. Um, there are also postings about a job in the Fiery Grog Tavern itself, where it is advertised that brave monster slayers are needed. Um, and that uh, one other thing that the adventurers have heard is there's um, in these caverns, there's some weird happenings, but most importantly, rumors of invincible armor that, oddly enough, nobody has found or claimed, um, but it is kind of a little fishing village, so, I mean, not many adventurers before now have sought that out. Um, and that is where we begin in the quaint little village of Marfall, um, where our brave four adventurers uh, arrive. And we'll say you guys start off at the town square and, you know, double check the postings. They haven't changed and it lists some of those um, jobs. And there's also an advertisement for the Fiery Grog Challenge. Uh, free drinks for the rest of the night if you can complete the challenge. Um, it's a few people bustling around. We'll say it's the middle of the afternoon at this point. Who would like to describe their character first? I'm going to take the decision from you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be me. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I'm, let's see how to introduce, uh, Ambition is, uh, he's a red tiefling, very classical kind of tiefling look, large swept back horns. Um, unlike most tieflings, though, he keeps his hair pretty close cropped. Uh, he wears a, uh, a, uh, a blue and silver armor with a little flame uh, symbol on the middle of it. It has some stars uh, lining around the sides of it. Uh, he's about six foot two, stocky. Uh, and he's an older, older gentleman uh, in his late 40s. Um, uh, has all sorts of aches and pains, and he also wears a pair of uh, black spe uh, spectacles um, that he needs to see. Uh, and his name's Ambition. Uh, what else is his name, Alex? What else? Oh, right. Uh, so that's his, his virtue name. name. Uh, his uh, his given name is Hank Hell, um, because that sounded like a good idea at the time. Um, <laughs> and he's, he's very excited to be here. Uh, he's God very excited it. for the um, the fiery grog contest. I can't wait. I hope it's as good as uh, back home in uh, Harlan, uh, because that's copyrighted. I can't say that other one. Uh, and hopefully, some good patriot esque ale. Cannot wait. Is is uh is Hank going to be doing the uh the heating of this uh fiery ale? Oh, of course, of course he is. 
Uh, he uh, is a purveyor of some of the uh, claims burning uh, holy flames in the land. Um, and it's, it's just a, it's the clean burning fuel, uh, a holy, a holy, holy fire that is a uh, sacred flame. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I, I didn't, sorry. I just, uh, I didn't unmute myself because the sound of me rolling my eyes isn't perceptible. Thank, uh, thanks, Alex. Jeff, why don't you go next? <laughs> All right. Uh, so going from a, uh, a joke about an adult selling propane, uh, now we're going on a childhood obsession with nature. Uh, hi, I'm Dennis Langford. Uh, I really like the ocean and the water and uh, crabs and uh, all of the different octopuses and uh, fish are okay. I like fish too, but uh, I, I really like crabs and uh, one of them gave me uh, this big pearl one time and uh, it's about the size of like a large grapefruit. Uh, it is a massive pearl. Uh and he's like, and yeah, I like uh, I like animals. That's me. That's a good way to be, son. Can't wait to adventure with you. Can't wait for the horrors that await to break him. Um, <laughs> Drew. Uh, <clears throat> my character is Arcorus. He is a bugbear. Um, he is kind of dressed in uh, most of. The uniform of a dwarven mercenary outfit called the Blood Axes. Um, he joined up with them many years back uh, and is chilling in this tavern uh, on leave from uh, the Blood Axes. Well, you haven't gotten to the tavern yet. Okay, well, he's headed to a tavern. <laughs> Fair. Um, all right. And last but not least, Gary, what you got? Oh, yeah, the name's Glart. I know it's a funny name. Uh, the name and tradition in my family is uh, first time you drop, the sound you make is your name. I My mother's name is Blair. I have a brother named Bruh. And one more brother named Maurice. I'm in the uh, pest control business. Uh, don't necessarily kill them. Uh, sometimes you find a sweet pet. Sometimes you find dinner. Sometimes you, you just get a, like... Huck shit at things, and that's pretty cool. And uh, Glart has le studded leather armor, but the sleeves have been ripped off. He's in his mid 30s, uh, half orc, has what appears to be what used to be a mullet, but he is growing it out now, finding that it is actually unfashionable. And yeah, that's that's Glart, simple man, owns his own pest control business. Um, so he's Dale, but not Dale. Um, uh, he is not Dale <laughs> at all. Uh, Occupation. Fact, listeners, uh, when we were all coming up with this and Gary said, hey, this is my idea. I was like, oh, man, King of the Hill reference. I'd love to do that. And then he was like, no, it's not a King of the Hill reference. I was like, fine. <laughs> Still doing mine. I didn't know we were doing King of the uh, Hill references. <laughs> I told you to talk to everyone. Um, you didn't talk to me. Yeah. That's on him. Uh, yeah. That's the part yeah. about it being King of the Hill references. I, I threw the Glart thing together in five minutes. It was not a King of the Hill reference. I just wanted to do something stupid. 
Um, I mean, I guess this is the place to do it. Um, because these characters will probably only be around for maybe three sessions. Uh, we'll see how much you fuck around and how much you find out. Uh, because, you know, some of these baddies might be kind of strong and you might die. Um, that is always a possibility because these are not permanent characters. Um, so I'm not, I'm not scared of killing them. Um, and also I've learned the extra bullshit that you guys have, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> so, um, so it is up to you all as you are arriving in or meeting at the, uh, center of this town. Um, there are the usual places that you could go, you know, general store. I imagine you stocked up before you left. There's the blacksmith. If you wanted to speak with him about his missing son first. Um, and there is the fiery grog tavern, which is kind of the hub for everything. Um, and it is up to you what you want to do first. All right. So Barcorus is going to head right to the tavern because that's what he came for. Um, but, he would. He's the kind of guy who would strike up a conversation with people over a, a mug of beer. Okay. Everybody going to the tavern? Yeah, I feel like Glard's going to the tavern. Okay. Well, I guess. I, I thought we were going to go down to the ocean, but that that's fine. <laughs> oh, go, come on, buddy. We can go down to the ocean later. Uh, you want a drink? Okay, one, you better keep that promise. And two, I... Do they have stuff that I can drink here? How old is your character? Eleven. He is eleven. No, oh yes. no! Oh boy! I told you this. I, I led with my character part. was an eleven-year-old boy. <laughs> Wait, okay, what? What race? Oh, he's a human. Okay, so Glart pulls out a little chart and looks at it. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, you uh yeah, you probably can't drink anything they got here. I pro I should probably watch what I eat in front of you. You might get offended, so uh and he puts the chart back in his Don't pocket. be so worried about him. We'll get you something good, son. Something will put a little hair on your chest, because looks like you probably need it. Um I don't I don't know if I want that. Uh Barcorus will will like tap on the bar uh and uh say to the bartender Glass of milk for the kiddo. You haven't gotten in yet, okay? One step at a time. <laughs> You've got to actually not, go in. There's not just like leans his head window. in. Yeah. Clamel. Did you just like, I mean, I you can burst through the window. I, I was trying to set the scene so our <laughs> listeners know uh, what the fuck is actually happening. So. Tucked in the northeast corner of the village stands a long, low building of field stone and blackened timbers. A burnt wooden sign hanging over the entrance depicts a mug engulfed in flames. Blue glow and raucous laughter emanates from inside, and a stern-faced, muscular half-orc stands guard by the entrance. Um, so, you all... He, he kind of stops you. Uh, before you all go in, he's he's exactly as described, just a very stern face, half orc, exactly the kind of guy you would hire for a bouncer if you were, you know, accepting applications. Um, and he holds up a hand and says, all right, you all know the deal. Zero tolerance policy on attacking patrons with weapons or spells. And if you want, 
either use your fists or take it outside. No killing inside the tavern. Um, and he also kind of like stops and looks at Dennis and raises an eyebrow. Um, are you in the right place? Oh, I, I just like, I like, I wink and I give him a thumbs up. Just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's my apprentice. And Glark is going to try to dab the half-orc up with a half-orc handshake. He crosses his arms, and you can just see his biceps flexing underneath his shirt as he does not accept this. Oh, come on, brother. We're both half-orcs here. Uh, Can can I at least get a little hell yeah, brother? Here's the deal. He can go in, but if he gets hurt, that's your fault. And Do you again, see that? You can go in. That's, that's cool, right? Anything that happens to the kid is your fault, and I will reiterate, no killing. And he opens the door for you all. Not like I was going to kill anyone. I'm past control. I mean, he's said it twice now, so maybe there's a problem with other people killing here. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I won't make any promises. <laughs> <laughs> This kid's wild. This kid's uh, wild. I go inside. Oh, <laughs> you don't know what you... Yeah. What the hell's wrong with this kid? He's got some gumption on him. <laughs> uh, as you head inside, uh, you see that the tavern is packed to nearly full capacity. Loud, drunken harbor workers, mercenaries, and sailors take a spot along the long bar counter that run across the entire eastern wall, or sit by the many wooden tables scattered around the scratched flagstone floor. Alcoves carved into the western wall offer booths with weathered purple curtains for visual privacy, though they do nothing to block the noise. Many eyes are turned towards the large water tank in the center of the tap room, where a female merfolk gracefully ribbon dances in illuminated water. The blue light that fills the room emanates from the drift globes that softly float along the ceiling, which is covered by a vast painting depicting a small fishing village wracked by a terrible storm and strange alien creatures rising from the water. Um, Some of the patrons that you you would kind of see standing out and or doing odd things. Um, Immediately to your left of the door, uh, there is an elven woman um, arm wrestling a uh, mohawked, red-haired, bushy, red-bearded dwarf covered in blue tribal tattoos. But they're not doing regular arm wrestling. It is mage hand wrestling. Um, and most of the people that aren't paying attention to the merfolk dancer are paying attention to them um, mage hand wrestling. That's actually sick um, as all fuck. I love the idea of nerd arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah, no, Clark, <laughs> Clark is all about this, and he is just watching. Uh, Can you use mage hand, though? I cannot. I'm just watching. <laughs> Our chorus is going to put his very large hand over. Uh, what? What is your name? Jeff Dennis. Um, are you addressing the dwarf or the elf? Me. Yeah. What's Jeff's character? What is your name? Dennis. Uh, Our chorus <laughs> is going to put his very large hand over your eyes and lead you away from the merfolk woman over to the bar. <laughs> what? what? No, no, no. It She's is, so like, pretty. Yeah, she's fully clothed, like, ribbons and, like, skirts and stuff. And she has a tail, so, like, it is, it is, uh, you know, appropriate. It's kind of an artistic dance. She's not like a, a stripper. Like a Vaporeon? 
Yes. No. She's not a stripper. Oh, she's a Merkel. No, no, she's a Merkel no, dancer. Nope. Nope. No. Jeff, no, you did a bad. You did a bad. I thought I was going to be the first to do a bad in this episode. It's Jeff. We are double timing it away from this mer lady. Oh my gosh. Okay, I but to I be fair, that was that was that was Jeff saying that. That was not <laughs> Dennis saying that. Oh boy. We also see some signs hung up on the eastern wall that say ask about our fiery grog challenge and wanted monster exterminators. Um but yeah, so it sounded like Glart wanted in on some of this action. Um, oh no, Glart was watching, but the second you mentioned the monster exterminator posters, he is over there. Yeah, uh, amb- so ambition is all about this uh this Okay. Yeah, so you watch it going on and um from the chatter going on around them, it sounds and you know, you see a few wounded egos. There is a whole table kind of northeast in the tavern that is all just uh similar appearing dwarves with red hair and tribal tattoos that are probably part of the same clan as the one that is arm wrestling currently. Um they look a little like they're they're grumbling into their ales and um it sounds like the elven woman has been consistently beating everyone. Um and it's not long before you watch, and she does beat this dwarf who starts swearing profusely until the elven woman just kind of glares him down and points at Dennis. And he just looks at Dennis and says, Ah, fuck! Fuck hey, this shit! Kids here. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be repeating what he says. Uh, that's a little bit salty language. I know, I know that word. Starts stomping off to go back uh, to the table with all of the other. Dwarves. I know that word. That's not a dwarvish word. <laughs> that's <laughs> an everybody know. word. Dennis, you, you, you can use that language in front of us, but not, like, not in front of your parents. Please don't. Dennis, Dennis where are your parents? How did you get here? I thought we agreed to never talk about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a smoking pot. <laughs> I'm, I'm not at a place where I can talk about that right, right. now. All right. That's cool. Uh, and then Barkhorus is going to order that glass of milk for Dennis. Finally. Final okay. Really um, <laughs> so uh, there is a long mustached halfling man behind the bar that uh, gives you a look like, why the fuck is this big old bugbear ordering a glass of milk? And then he peers over your shoulder and sees Dennis. And then he looks back at you. And then he he looks back at Dennis. him up over the bar and then send him back down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He kind of... He pulls a little stool over so he could lean over and kind of like motions for Dennis to lean in. Um, and kind of like motions for Barkhorus to like not listen. Does Dennis lean in? I mean, I was I was over at the arm wrestling table. Oh yeah. So did you go over there and like haul him over? <laughs> oh yeah, like to the bar. I guess if as soon as you okay. like, took a hand off, then there was a lot of. <laughs> it would have been a lot of. Oh come! Oh come on! I wanted next. I bet I could beat her. Um. Uh, well, you're about to get a glass of milk, maybe, but the halfling leans over and just kind of whispers real quiet, are you in any kind of trouble there, lad? 
this guy's a little scary. If you need a uh, guglug at the door, I can probably handle this guy. Hey, uh, Dennis, remember what we said about not talking to strangers? <laughs> <laughs> this guy seems so, pretty shady to me, Dennis. Marcus, remember to order me a, a glass of milk, too? My ulcers are acting up a little. <laughs> Four glasses of milk. All right. <laughs> Oh, God, is this just three men and a baby? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's three men and a prepubescent. (laughs) Uh, If you're in trouble, just say, make it a double, and I will go and get Guglug. Okay? Are these, they're not bothering you? Do you want to be here? (laughs) What would it be a double of? It's, It's code word for I'm in trouble, and I'll get the bouncer. It's the milk. I mean, I'm going to get you milk. We do actually have milk here. Um, This is a nice, respectable establishment. I mean, yeah, it's mostly, you know, ale and stuff like that. But we do have milk. Uh, Not everybody drinks. And we respect that here. I mean, that's really cool of you. But, like, what about my friends? He's just, like, staring at you and then just sighs and shakes his head. And I, like point a thumb over to Parkhorus like when I say that I'm like what about my friends I don't so you alright okay well milk and he just kind of like pours a bunch of milk and kind of like puts it down on the bar with the clink in front of everyone uh, and it does it's it's milk it's a uh, whole milk in glasses nice and frosty uh, I'm gonna pick up the uh, what is it like a mug uh, just like a regular nondescript glass. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I just pick it up and I go, thanks. And uh, I'm immediately going to walk uh, to head back to the arm wrestling table. <laughs> and as I'm like walking away, I go, I'm lactose intolerant and take a huge swing. So this is a self-insert character. Gotcha. Oh, oh, oh God. I, I forgot the kid's lactose intolerant. <laughs> I okay. To be fair, for the for the character that I ended up designing, he wasn't supposed to be a ginger with pasty white skin. It always comes out that way. I think he was originally going to be like he was going to be like sun bleached blonde because he's always around the beach, like all the time. So the sun just bakes out his hair. Uh, And then I just I saw those colors and I was like, eh, fuck it, that's less work I got to do. Thanks, Hero Forge. Um, Barcourt is gonna like lean back to the bartender. He's like, I, I get, I get what you're, you're I, I get it, man. I got, I look a certain way. That kid is scary as fuck. Like seriously. So, don't, don't <laughs> yeah, he's not with us. We're with him. <laughs> Make a persuasion check if you want him to believe you. Um, I mean, he's kind of accepted that the kid is free to leave whatever he wants but as far as your whole story uh 12 total okay he kind of gives you a look like uh-huh um and kind of eyes the kid like he's trying he's like narrowing his eyes trying to see if there's something like inherently special about him that he's traveling with a half orc a tiefling that looks like red hank hill with horns um and a big old bugbear um you're not sure if he believes you but you know, he just kind of shakes his head and starts cleaning a glass with a towel. Um, did you order any 
drinks for yourself, or were oh, you just I getting the milk? I get milk for everybody. Okay, I mean, everybody got milk. Um, we'll say it is... I Go was going to say, and then I was going to ask about the, the fiery grog challenge. Uh, his eyes light up when you mention the fiery grog challenge. Ah, so the fiery grog challenge, uh, that is a specialty of ours here. Um, basically, if you can keep it down and not vomit, uh, for four, what is it? Um, three in a row, you can drink free for the rest of the night. You might not want to, but you can. What is it? A shot? Uh, he pours uh, a glass of it, kind of to show you, and it's a greenish black, kind of viscous, vile smelling liquid uh, that is a combination of spiced rum and a multitude of other ingredients um, that you're not really sure of. Um, and for the uh, finishing touch. He lights it on fire, and it does burn until he kind of waves and puts out the uh, the flames. Ooh. Um, okay. So the challenge with this is you must make a DC 10 constitution check just to avoid gagging and sputtering. Um, and if you fail by five or more, you immediately spit out or vomit the grog. And the DC increases by two for each successive fiery grog consumed. Okay. Um, all right, yeah. So Barcoris will take the shot glass in one hand, and with the other hand, uh, he'll take one of his like sharp uh, bugbear claws and scratch a rune onto, uh, onto his armor and invoke a frost rune to get... Uh, plus two bonus to saving throws using constitution. Are you trying to do this sneakily? Uh. So that he can't see because it's a challenge and you're not supposed uh, to use magic? He didn't really establish that, but you imagine it would be discouraged. Um. I'd call him on it. Yeah, no, I'll I'll, uh, try to do it sneakily. Um, make a sleight of hand check for me. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, he kind of thinks that you're scratching your arm or something. Um, the other patrons are asking for drinks and things like that, so he's kind of busy tending to that. Um, but he goes ahead and, with a flourish, lights the, uh, mug of fiery grog on fire. Uh, this is a fresh mug now. Um, and then kind of, like, blows out the flame by waving his hand over it. Um, and you can begin and go ahead and make me a con save. Uh, 17. Despite how nasty this is, um, you are able to, uh, keep this down. So it is up to you the speed at which you want to complete this challenge. Um, didn't really have, like, a time limit on it. Um, but, uh, up to you how long you want to nurse uh, that. I think he'll he'll do it pretty quick, having, you know, lived and worked around a lot of dwarves. I don't think he's going to fuck around. Okay. Um, while you are drinking that, let's check in with the other hooligans. What is everyone else doing? Um, uh, Glart 
has his glass of milk and he is bringing the wanted monster slayer flyer over to the bar and he just places it on the bar. Hey, uh, can you tell me anything about this? Uh, who Who's looking for a monster slayer? Haven't really killed many monsters in my day, but, you know, rats, uh, sometimes wolves. Uh, his eyes immediately light up and he says, ah, yes, the monsters. Um, and you see some of the nearby patrons just kind of look over and roll their eyes. And one of them kind of laughs into his drink like, yeah, monsters. <laughs> um and he kind of waves his hand dismissively at them and says, well, um, there are some monsters. I mean, if we're going to be specific, giant rats, but they are real big beasts. Oh, um, hell yeah. Ah, well, um, if you are willing to go down to the basement and um, take care of them for me, uh, I could. I could throw some uh, gold your way. All right, so do you want this lethal or non-lethal? I mean, I'd prefer lethal. I mean, they're not your average rats, just so you know. They're big, they're mean, they've got lifeless black eyes, kind of like a dog. He just narrows his eyes to kind of, like, emphasize his point. I mean, like, I, I prefer not to kill if I don't have to, because, you know, they're living creatures, too. They're just trying to live their lives, but... Well, these living creatures are thieves messing up my stock downstairs, and I need to get rid of them. And if you could figure out where they're getting in, that would be great. All um, right, add them to the burn list. Got it. Um, and he kind of looks at you and looks at your friends and says, you might not want to go alone, though. I, I was actually going to have the kid hold my milk, and then I would go down there with you know, maybe have them hold the uh, leather armor too. Don't don't want to get too much blood on that. It's pretty sick armor there. <laughs> uh, he kind of raises an eyebrow, but gives a little bit of a nod and says, "Well, just let me know when you're ready. If you guys want to finish your drinks and everything, uh, I'll show you how to get down into the basement." Uh, actually, can I ask you for something? Uh, what's that? Okay, let's say I dispose of these rats for you. Uh, can you just, like, mention my business out there? You know, get the word out there. I, I started my own pest control business, and, you know, just word of mouth is the best advertisement. So, you know, just leave me a glowing review or whatever. Um, I'm not sure where I leave a review, but if you've got some business cards, I will happily... Uh, Put them, and he kind of. Hey, hey, Dennis, Dennis, you know how to make business cards? No, <laughs> but I can try. All right, that that works for me, kid. Okay. All right, I'll have Dennis draw the business cards for you. I'm wonderful. I'll figure out somewhere to put them once these or, are. Or you know, may, maybe have the kid do like a nice hand drawn flyer, slap it on the outside of the bar. Maybe in the restroom, too. I mean, you know, when I go into restrooms and establishments like this, sometimes I just look at the shit on the wall, so I'm like, yeah, maybe I will check that place out. Um, he He's trying really hard not to give you a what-the-fuck look. Um, so probably everyone but you, from the sounds of it, notices this. Um, <laughs> and he just slowly nods and says, yeah, we can, we can see what we can do. 
Um, you just let me know when you're ready, and I'll uh, show you down to the basement. All right, I'll I'll just wait for the rest of them, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are um ambition and Dennis doing? Uh, ambition is saddling up to uh to the table, getting ready to arm wrestle. He's got uh, his mage hand out and ready in his regular uh hand. He has his uh his mug of milk, and he goes, "Hmm, that's good old." Mood juice right there. Or if you're ready, little lady, let's get to it. I've got next, okay? He's got next. I think he thinks he's got this. Uh, she kind of looks between the two of you and just shrugs. Says, Alright. I generally start the bets at about five copper. And she plinks five copper on the table. That sounds reasonable. Uh, I, I match your five, uh, and with his other human hand, or his other tiefling hand, puts five plink, 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 plink on the table. I couldn't count for a second. <laughs> Alright, so how this works is you cast Mage Hand, and then you are going to be making contested intelligence checks. Oh, and cool. The first to win two contested checks in a row is makes the winning pin. Um, Good thing I have a plus zero in intelligence. This is going to go great. Intelligence? What? Yeah. What a dumb that's, what, that's what it says. Guess who got uh, a plus one in intelligence? This guy. I'm a yeah. warlock. That's a dump stat for me. <laughs> it's like for flavor only. It's fine. I'm going to use the big fat pretty dice that rolls like shit just for you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, is Glart uh, the most intelligent person at this party? Shit. Yeah, I think he might be. I don't know. I don't have your sheets open. What are you sitting at? Uh, I am sitting at 13 intelligence. You got me, me by one. You got me by two. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to have to play into this then. Or, I mean, or just keep being stupid, and it'll just show how stupid all of us are. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of people like to hate on rangers, but they are kind of good all-around um, characters, usually. So, um, All right, so go ahead, and we will make the first... Now, let me see, did it say a saving throw or just a check? Um, intelligence check. So, just intelligence, uh, just a d20 and add your intelligence modifier. Right. right. That's a hot three. <laughs> cool. So, I know I said this one rolls like garbage, but uh, that was an 18. So, uh, you can tell her skill, her focus, her concentration as she looks at you, and you just weren't ready. Um, oh. As she, she kind of, you can feel her toying with you even for just a moment before there's the loud thud of her mage hand pinning yours. You um, know, I've, I've studied that spell so many times because I've used it my whole life. The fact that it made a sound when you threw it down for a spell that's supposed to be silent for the most part, that's damned impressive. Ah, well, 
I am pretty good at this. I've been doing this a few nights in a row here while I'm in town. What brings you here? As she readies her mage hand again. Uh, he readies his and says, oh, you know, just here doing some jobs. Uh, tell, spreading the good word of the cleanest burning uh, holy fuel going. Uh, sacred <laughs> flame, of course. Uh, and I'm here to bring the propane, if you will, on this next round. Well, let's see if um, your mage hand is as good as your talk. Go ahead and make a... <laughs> I bet it won't be. Oh, that is even better at a seven. I got a natural <laughs> one. <laughs> um, She was kind of like looking at you and Dennis, and you could tell for just a moment, you know, she's a little distracted realizing none of you are actually drinking alcohol. Everyone except for, um, of course, at the... Uh, the bar are drinking milk and when she realizes that that definitely throws her off well, um, Lark does not drink on the job they're responsible <laughs> which sucks because it would have given you disadvantage on the on uh this game which would have been funny um uh dennis right. goes oh we got you lady you got to keep your head in the game uh she laughs and says if i let um, it's not really entertaining if I, uh, don't let people win every now and again. If I never lost, then nobody would ever play. Let uh, me win? Oh, I don't think so. That was pure skill. And he does a, a little flex. Uh, it's not much to look at with only a plus one in strength, but it's, it's, it's a flex. <laughs> well, that's not really going to help you here. And she readies her mage hand again. Okay. Here All right. Go. We're one and one. Uh, go ahead. Uh, that is an 18. Uh, I got a nine. <laughs> um, and as uh, there is a little bit of a struggle this time, um, but she you could tell she wasn't letting you win this time as she struggles a little bit um, and looks surprised as you pin her mage hand. Uh, she gives you a little bit of applause, you know, like somewhere between being genuine and sarcastic with the applause as she slides the 10 copper pieces over at you. Oh, uh, I, I couldn't possibly take this. This was more just a, a friendly, uh, no, no, you, you should probably friendly. take it. Uh, we can diverse fire funds with that. I, I just heard, I heard that somewhere. It makes sense. So yeah, uh, we'll figure out how to diversify our funds and then we'll do it with that tin copper. You know, I, I agree completely here. Uh, just real quick, uh, we didn't damage this fine piece of timber, did we? Uh, looking no, at the table there, no? They are oh, mage hands. They don't actually cause much damage, if ever. Uh, oh, and you see that the table is fine. <laughs> um, All right, Mr. Hell, scoot over. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> um. She looks a little surprised as Dennis takes his seat um, and says, and what is a child? Is this, did you mean to come to a tavern? Who's the lost child? Is yeah. This? <laughs> yeah who, who's, whose child is this? <laughs> like, um, she. Uh, Glart just kind of leans into Dennis and says, all right, so Dennis, what, what you want to do here is you want to sit like, 
one gold on the table. Really psych her out for this. It's going to throw her off her game, and you you got this. Do, do you need a gold piece? What? And Glart sits a gold piece on the table. <laughs> a gold piece. Yeah. yeah. What, what are I, don't, those? I don't know why. I don't know how I misheard that. You said it clearly. Ah. I was like, what is a gold piece? I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the kid bets one gold. Ah, big spender, I see. Well, my profits have been pretty good. Uh, and she goes ahead and sets her own gold piece down. Um, and you can see her trying to figure out what the catch is here um, with the kid doing this. Um, but she readies her mage hand and go ahead with the intelligence check. Uh, just want to point out that uh, my mage hand takes the form of a crab claw. Our chorus cheers from across the bar. Go get him, kid! <laughs> I mean, you can All walk right. with your drink. You don't have to stay at the oh. bar. <laughs> Alright, well, he walks over and yells, go you get said him, just kid! An... Oh. Alright. Just an intelligence check, right? Yeah. She She's a little weirded out by the claw, but she maintains her composure for the most part. Um, Witsy goes, what? <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> rolled a natural 19. <laughs> um, so she she kind of gives you a look uh, as she pins your claw and says, well, are your friends working for or against you here? Uh, she almost looks like she's pitying you just a little bit, especially with such a large sum of money for a child. <laughs> well, it, well, it feels like they're working against me. Guys, come on. Uh, I'm just trying to help you build your self-esteem. I'm sorry. Well, best two out of three. Uh, and she resets her mage hand. All right, let's try this again. <laughs> and the crab claw reforms and goes back up. Roll it. I was seeing if my cat would roll it, and she won't. <laughs> um, you jinxed it. <laughs> well, Nick rolls the dice a lot, usually just onto the floor. Um, what did you get for your check? Oh, I got a big eight. Long <laughs> stamp block. Um, you beat my seven by Holy one. Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sarge, Sarge jinxed it a little bit there with uh my roll. Um, and there is there's more of a struggle this time. Um, going back and forth. You're a little bit more focused. You know, you've got that milk fortifying no, no. you and probably destroying your insides. <laughs> All right, you got her on the ropes, kid. Uh, just worry about the intestinal trouble later. His stomach doesn't feel great, but he's like, he's just pushing through it. It's um, making him stronger. If you get a natural one, you shoot yourself. <laughs> oh, All right, All right. Uh, use that fear of pooping your pants to just push through this last set. You got I just this. started drinking it. <laughs> just use the beer. If anything, your pants. He's gonna, if anything, he's gonna throw up just on the table. Okay, it'll you'll vomit if you get a natural one here. Um, <laughs> Channel the fear of vomiting on the table. Do oh this. My God. You got this. I kind of, I kind of hope I do roll yeah, a natural I one. Final check you here. I'm cheering for vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Puke, puke, puke. Hey, but I'll I'll only do it if it occurs naturally. But then I might walk outside and throw up. All right, what you got? All right, let's go. 
it's very scary. <laughs> There's a lot of vomit on the line here. Is it a natural one? No, it's not a natural one, but it's a nine. Oh, God. I rolled a six, an eight, and a nine. That's fucking bullshit. Well, she got a 22 total. Oh, God. Um, But she is a good sport about it. Um, And as you kind of go back and forth a little bit on the Mage Hand contest, uh, she doesn't slam your hand as hard as she did Ambition's hand, um, but kind of more of like a get it almost there, and it looks like she's going to slam it, and then she goes taps it onto the uh, table. Um, And then she kind of looks at the gold and looks at you and slides the one of the gold back and one to herself and says, I've never hand wrestled a uh, claw like that. So you can, that That was more of an experience. I've never hand wrestled before, but you're pretty good lady. Well, and he just grabs the, Oh, sorry. Good. I was going to say, and he just grabs the gold for himself. <laughs> Even though it's glarts, it's fine. <laughs> yup. <laughs> cool right. game, lady. Uh, I, I think I, I'm going to go throw up now. I don't feel good. Uh, oh. Does Glart notice that his gold has been taken? Uh, Make a perception check versus uh, sleight of hand for Dennis. I mean, I wasn't being sneaky. I was just grabbing it, but... Well, we'll see how fast and, you know, how fast you grabbed it. That's a 21 for perception. Well, that's better than a 17. Yeah, you you <laughs> see it out of the corner of your eye, just the glint of the gold as, not in a sneaky way, but he shoves it in his pocket or wherever he shoves it. You hear Glart say, oh no, where where did my gold go? Oh, oh no, it's gone. <laughs> but But he clocked it. Okay. Um, was Barcorus? I imagine you'd be on your second drink by now. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Go ahead and make another constitution saving throw. Let's go. Uh, that is a 13. All right. This one, I don't remember what your previous one was, but yes. I feel like it was higher than that. Um, you, you definitely have some some grog on your stomach already, and this one. It's it's staying down, not as smooth as before, and you know not as quickly. But um, you do manage to get it down, and it is staying down. And you don't look like a pussy little bitch when you drink Aww. it. So that's great. Um, yeah, good for you. Big scary bugbear maintains his composure. Um, all right. So Dennis goes outside to vomit. <laughs> don't worry. I'll make sure that he gets back in safely, and make sure the Bouncer doesn't uh, kick him out for, you know, being a party pooper and, you know, puking everywhere. And Glard goes over to Bartoris. Is that yeah. that his name? Barcoris? Bartoris? Parkour. Parkour, yes. It's Bark. Parkour? Parkour. Okay, Glard goes over to Barcoris and says, Hey, hey uh, apparently there's some rats down in the basement they need a skill. Uh... Uh, what do you say we get ourselves pumped for this this mission? You you think they got any bards in here? Play some music. I, I'd like to hear like Freedom Feather Friend <laughs> if I could. I forgot to say. So in the top right or the kind of the top a little bit to the west, um, 
in the back there's not necessarily a stage as much as like a clear area where a bard is just slowly strumming in his instrument um not the best at what he's doing um but some of you will appreciate this is an npc that becky created um the bard nick l buck damn you <laughs> Bach is in oh, B-A-C-H. Um oh yeah. Oh yeah. God damn it, um, I just figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hold on. It's putting that in there. Oh. Dennis is too young to get the joke. Slamming back that fire yeah. grog. Elch so that fire actually shoots out of his mouth. Um <laughs> and so well, it's not on fire when he gives it to you. He puts out the flame. Before. It is coming back okay. out. What is the most fucking country-ass okay. region of the Feywild? Oh, I have no idea. I was kind of making this... Uh, Porterdale? Setting neutral. Porterdale. <laughs> okay, after he belches fire, I'll be like, Hey, play sweet home Porterdale. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, after that, can you play uh, Freedom other friend, because these wings you cannot all. Man, I I hate you a lot right now, as a uh, as a player. These are songs by <laughs> and, these are and as a friend, notable Feywild band, Leonard Minard, who is a, a bunch of really cool guys <laughs> and aren't kind of shitbags. Actually, super cool in the Feywild. Okay, um, he he does his own kind of douchey <laughs> rendition of it. <laughs> it it's not the greatest um uh, uh, i did, would did he just pull out a ukulele oh, no. this is... oh no yeah i'd give his version like a two out of five <laughs> he's not the best um there's what's a with reason... the random timing mix-ups here like that part's supposed to be fast it's, like, it's getting slower it right and slower <laughs> Each beat, each beat is slower than the last. I, I want to fall asleep. Not is, is he clapping on the one and the three? Uh, he starts, he kind of rolls his eyes. You guys are being rude to him. So he switches songs uh, and plays phonograph. Regardless, <laughs> phonograph. A song he plays. <laughs> Listen to the song. <laughs> You know, this the song actually isn't that bad. I don't know why people are shitting on it so much. Yes, in this alternate universe. Oh, gosh. In this Good alternate song. universe. All right. Um, well, let us, before you go and tackle the uh, rat infestation, um, let's have Barkoris finish his fiery grog challenge, or at least Hilarious. try to. Uh, so you go back. Yep, back at the bar, uh, the halfling bartender goes ahead and pours you one last one, lights it on fire, and he does put it out before he hands it to you, because um, burned patrons don't often come back. Go ahead, go ahead and make that 14. con save. You finish it, and he looks he looks a little amazed and gives you some like genuine applause, and a few other people that actually are paying attention do as well. Um and he gives you a nod and says, Well, I gave you my word and the rest of your drinks tonight are free. It <laughs> is 
Uh, it is right at that moment that Dennis busts out the front doors of the tavern, and you just hear him retching. Trying to milk for everybody. Uh, was Glart? Was someone following him? Uh, yeah, ambition was. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a lot of puke out here. There shouldn't oh. be this much puke in a little boy like this. Glart is just oh. getting another milk at this point. Um, Guglug just the uh, uh, bouncer just kind of like is staring at you, just like wondering if he needs to go and get in touch with the uh, fantasy version of CPS. Um, <laughs> obviously, you guys don't know how to take care of a lactose intolerant no, child. Like, I don't know, um, I don't know how to, how to break that down any different. Children need milk. All the time, forever. Okay. I I actually have some cousins that are violently allergic to milk. Okay. Right. Um, they, so they I, I don't think that's... <laughs> um, Alright. So, Dennis is heaving. Uh, go ahead and make a con save to determine how long uh, you are vomiting up your lactose that you should not have consumed in the first place. <laughs> I can't. I can't roll to save my life today. It's a seven. <laughs> yeah. D and Beyond uh, hates me. Ambition is like a uh, mage handing uh, to pat him on the back. Like, just let it out, Storm. Just let it out. You'll definitely feel better afterward. I just think of that meme where it's like somebody using a broom to like <laughs> pat the back of someone vomiting in a toilet. <laughs> just like, shh, it's fine. <laughs> but I'm going to stay over here. Um, yeah, so he's doing that for a little bit, and the halfling bartender finally gets a moment, um, in between serving drinks kind of right as he is wrapping up, um, and he's going to, uh, go ahead and lead Glart to the, uh, basement so you can get some rats, um, exterminated. All right, so, uh, what kind of rat situation you got down here? Well, uh, they're real big. Um, I mean, like I said, big old beady black eyes. Um, look, maybe, maybe I'll just show you, but, uh, be ready. And, um, and you and said he, killing them is fine, right? Well, it's kind of the whole point of it. Um, yeah, he, you know, rats make for good. Eat. And then he pulls out his chart and looks at it, looks at half, fling, then looks at rat. Uh, they don't make for good eating. You know, no one should ever eat a rat. And puts the chart back in his shirt pocket. <laughs> he says Keep... that you shouldn't be eating rat, but if you do it just right, over a nice, clean, open flame, you don't want to do it over charcoal. Maybe wood if you're feeling spicy, but who needs that? You just nice, clean, open, holy flame. That's all I'm going to say about it. Hey, Keep... Ambition, uh, halflings mm. are weirded out when people eat rats, so, you know, we probably shouldn't talk about eating rats in front of this halfling. I mean, we can eat rats afterwards, though, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, no, good, good. No, totally. I, I was playing it on, like, sneaking a little bite there after uh, we killed him and cooked him and cleaned him. Oh, Not good. necessarily oh, in that order. <laughs> so, um, he kind of motions for you to go down into the basement, but does not go down himself. Um, because he is a average-sized halfling, which is quite small, and these are, in fact, giant rats. Um, and the fun part is is... Glart has absolutely seen what uh, 
D&D would call giant rats, which are small creatures. Um, when you go down into this basement and open the second door, you see it's illuminated by um, another little, little drift globe in the corner. Um, you see three giant rats, but these are medium creatures. Um, there's just something weird about these rats, uh, besides the fact that they are rolling a large cask of wine towards the back uh, wall. Um, these are the biggest rats you have seen ever in your entire life. Um, they are the size of dogs. Uh, oh, like hell yeah. These rats like to party. Dog. Yes. They, they took um, a cask of wine. Maybe we shouldn't kill them. Maybe we should like just see what their plans for the night are, and you know, maybe hang out an, later. Is there an after party know. we should be aware of, rats? Um, these three rats look at you, not stealthy motherfuckers, um, and immediately uh, charge at you. Um, so I am going to need all of you to go ahead as they are scampering across the floor, and it sounds like dogs kind of running across the floor um, with just their sheer size and their big old claws clack, clack, clacking across the mm-hmm. stone floor. Um, r- roll some initiative before they just decide oh, shit, to tear your face right off. For us. Uh, I just want to say D&D Beyond is being a real hoe to me tonight. Because oh, I just rolled a two. <laughs> oh, no. You got a two. Twi- um, 22 for Glart. 15 for Ambition. 15. 20% concentrated <laughs> power of will. Nailed it. <laughs> and we got a six for the rats. So, um, top of the order, we have the great exterminator, braver of rats, Glart. Uh, Glart pulls out a longbow that he made himself. It's a plus one longbow. Like, it's made of just rat bones and rat fur. (laughs) And he knocks an arrow and he is ready to jump into this fray. All right, go ahead and roll to hit. Uh, let's see. I need to see how far away I can be to hit. Because Gart may just stand back here and pick him off. Um, as it is right now. Well, so first off, would you all have moved, you know, a little bit further inside? Because right now you're kind of in like the entryway of this large basement. Glart would have get to a point where he could see the rats. Okay, you would have gotten to a point where you could see him. Yeah, yeah. so we'll we'll say you stepped inside because there's a door right there. Uh, range um, of 150 on this bow. Okay, well, the entirety of the basement besides the entryway is 75 feet, and they're halfway. So stepping inside, they're 35 feet away from you. And I'm going to use my sharpshooter to take a minus five to this attack roll. And I am going to be shooting at I'm going to be shooting at this rat here. So there's three rats, uh, two behind each other, and then one below those two. I'm shooting at the top front rat, and I'm taking a minus right. five to this roll, and that's going to be a 12 to hit. That does not hit. Um, these rats have <laughs> a surprisingly high AC. Um, they are nimble as fuck. Um 
as you shoot him and he kind of like jumps up and does like a little flip almost in the air to avoid your arrow. All right, fucking horde break here. Got to use an extra attack to hit the rat behind it. Okay. Uh, not going to take, take the minus five to that one. All That's right, Robo Gary. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 to hit. Dirty. Yup. That hits. Dirty 20. Okay. And that's going to be eight damage. Okay. Um, so that would have killed a normal giant rat. Um, as you know from experience, you hit it pretty good in the chest um, as the first one has dodged out of the way, leaving the second one kind of unprotected. Um, but it's still coming at you. These oh, are, baby, Glart's are, not uh, done. That was just normal attack and horde breaker. Go ahead and do the thing. Continue. Uh, my extra attack can attack the rat I already attacked. That's mm-hmm. going to be a 25 to hit. That hits. Absolutely. And that's going to be a solid five damage. Five damage. Yep. You but shoot wait, this guy there's good. more. There is. <laughs> I know. I'm waiting for it. Do the thing. Going to attack the rat in front of it. Uh, this time, feeling a little frisky. Going to take that minus five again. Wait, can you do that multiple times in a round? Um, so you would be attacking now the bottom one. I made the front one red, the back one blue, and then the one kind of below them green. So you've attacked red and blue, so now you would get to attack green with the Horde Breaker. Uh, that's not going to hit. That's going to be a thing. Nine does not hit. And um, that's the end of Glart's kind of bonus. Okay. Uh, oh, hey, Gary. Shit. I forgot about Hunter's Gary, Mark. hey, is that... GG on know. that champ. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I told you. Uh, this is Every this is ranger call, ever so. has done that. Every ranger ever. Mm-hmm. This is my first time playing a ranger. Wait, I, I still have my bonus action, right? Yep, get good, scrub. Are you going to do just... anything for your bonus action? I'm going to Hunter's Mark. It's the red rat. <laughs> there okay. you go. Do there it and be sad it about it. There you go. There it is. You have Hunter's <laughs> Marked uh, the front red rat. All right. Uh, Hank Hill, what you got? Uh, yeah, Hank uh, Ambition is going to step into the room uh, and say, wow, those refs are pretty terrible. Uh, let's greet them with the, the clean burning energy that is Holy, holy light. Uh, and he is going to cast uh, Sacred Flame at the Red Rat. All um, right. Go ahead and roll that dexterity save, please. Dex save. Probably doesn't save with an 11. It does not. Uh, he's going to take 2d8 radiant damage. And did you were you going for the front one that's Hunter's Marked or the uh, bottom one that hasn't taken any damage yet? Um, you know, I will go with, I think I said the red top wrap, but I'll go with the bottom wrap. So okay. Go, go for something different. Uh, that's only yeah. three radiant damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, he uh, takes that three radiant damage and no longer gains the benefit of cover uh, if he's to be covered. He is now uh, glowing. Yeah. Um, well, these weren't really taking cover as much as trying to tear your faces off. Um, just in case. Now he he won't have the benefit. Yeah. Now we, now we know. Um, see, there's a thing I can, um, so he is now glowing and you would imagine burning him with the sacred flame, um, 
there would be like some singed fur and there is, but it is clean burning sacred flame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so luckily for you all, there is no smell of burning fur in the air for this attack. Mm-hmm. Anything else on your turn? Uh, yeah. Uh, for a bonus action, um, he's going to cast a spiritual weapon. Uh, just use your hand because I don't think you can attack on it. You can move it. All right. Please don't tell me it looks like a fucking charcoal grill. No, of course yes. not. Come on. Sorry, a propane grill. A propane tank. Come on. Charcoal, <laughs> Abby, really? Get out of here. <sighs> really, Abby? Well, okay. What color do you want? Uh, it'll be spectral, of course. So it'll be a glorious silvery white. Uh, Where... silvery white uh, propane tank. <laughs> uh, Roll20 has propane tank tokens. So, uh, um, where no. are you putting it? I can put it up to 60 feet ahead of me, I believe. Uh, oh my I'll... god, that looks amazing. It's the best damn thing I've ever seen. So I can put it anywhere. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put it right, uh, right right next to right next to this uh Blue guy. Blue Keep it right guy. next to Mr. Blue. All uh, right. Can I attack on the same turn I summon it? Um, I I can. you would have to look at that. I don't have that Pretty pulled up. The weapon, last duration, as long as a spell, and cast melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. On a hit, uh, as a bonus action on your turn, you can move it. Uh, I guess I can. It doesn't say I can't, so I'm going to... Uh, using the full force of a beautiful propane tank, uh, we're going to bring the propane. This is not uh, how you should treat normal propane tanks as a uh, With a 19 to hit plus 5, so 24. 24 hits? Uh, and that's only going to be uh, 6 um, was it, force damage. Alrighty. Um, there is a sloshing and a clang as you hit <laughs> with this spectral propane tank, um, and the rat squeals in pain. You have brought the propane. Um, it is not amateur. It is propane. Um, <laughs> and it is, uh, it's not a fan. Um, doesn't care for that. Uh, anything else on your turn? Um, no, that'll be the end of my turn. Uh, yeah, that'll be the end of, end of my turn. All right, Barcorus, what you got for me? Uh, so he is going to... <clears throat> um, which of the rats did uh, Bart not hit? One. Um, The bottom one, the green okay. one, has only taken three um, damage. So he's going to run up to that one, uh, and at about ten feet away from the rat, he's going to pull out his glaive and do a big overhead slasher at it. Roll for slasheronies. Uh, twenty-three slasheroni. Um, that is a lot of slasheronies, and that definitely slasheronies. Um, that is gonna be oh bummer. Uh, that's gonna be five damage. Um, and as it hits, a uh, glowing rune on his glaive is going to uh, ignite and uh, where is it? Uh, fiery shackles uh, restrain the rat, and it takes 2d6 fire damage. Here's the bullshit I was waiting for. Okay. It's like a smite, but I can only do it once. 
<laughs> once ever? Or like once a long Six. rest? Okay. Ooh. Okay. So it is it is hurt as you hit it with this exploding flame glaive of overkill for a rat, but somehow it is still standing, but yes now the air is filled with the Ooh, scent yeah. of burned fur. <laughs> oh, the, that's terrible. Sorry, Mr. Hell. It is. I Anything just, else on your turn? You know, I, I figured it was more important to kill the rats than, than to, to grill them with sacred flame. That's understandable. Alex, you do a really good hand kill voice. Thank you. It is good. I do, I do, um, I do. You I got do. you a second attack if okay, you want to use it. I'm a fighter and, like... Um, and then he will, uh, attack the, uh, rat to the original rat's right, uh, with his, yes. Top left, uh, that's red. Crit a Rooney on that slash a Rooney. Ooh! Put him out of his miserooney. 20 damage. 20? Yeah. You slice up this guy so good. It, it it does that anime thing where you slash down it, and it takes a moment, and then like the two <laughs> halves of it just fall apart. <laughs> um, and the other rats kind of look at their uh, split in half comrade and give a little like pause, little like, pause. "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah. Pause. Yes. The little pause just kind of like freeze in the air, like, "Oh no!" <laughs> uh, anything else on your turn? <laughs> Rats off to him. He put up a good fight. <laughs> no, no. God damn it. <laughs> so I was going to have them flee. And now they're consumed that. with um, rat blood left. Yeah. So also they get pack tactics. So that's nice for them. Wait, that's um, not nice. What are you saying? Yeah. So these these hey, guys that, are that going to start biting at you. Suck my sack tactics. <laughs> um well does oh, no. a 13 hit your ac oh wait no it has advantage because of pack tactics, pack tactics. Yeah, does okay, an 18 hit your ac do i get an attack of opportunity because he moved yeah no but he didn't do you have polar master my feet Oh, that's really okay, accurate. he moved within. He didn't move out of your melee range. Um, that's yeah, Sentinel yeah. or Polar Master. Usually, I think there's probably one or two others. I'm not thinking of. Um, but uh, this is gonna do a do a little bite a Rooney. Um, that is a whopping six damage uh, because it rolled max. Um, as it it, it goes for your kneecaps. <laughs> oh, <it hit> me. <laughs> uh, and it, it basically pierces your your skin um doesn't break any bone as you kind of kick it off before it could do anything else though um but the other guy oh god got a well, natural do I have now? <laughs> oh, um but he didn't roll too great on damage so that is only six damage he got a one on damage so uh six damage as this one uh, comes from behind Actually, and just the, chops down on your left butt take, cheek. Uh, 2d6 oh. fire damage at the start of his turn, and then he can make a saving throw. Against, against, uh, yes. Which one takes the fire damage? The one you attacked earlier? Oh, okay. Um, go ahead and roll that damage, three, and then he can... Three damage? He'll probably die from that, but... Uh, 
Yay! That is exactly what you needed <laughs> to kill it. So was that supposed to be before or after he attacked? Start of his turn. Hey. Was it at the start of his turn? Yeah, so he would have died from that, so pretend you didn't get attacked by the first one. Hey, uh, um, Barky, you probably shouldn't be up at the mix. Oh, That's how you get rabies. Oh, shit. That's why I have a bow for uh, taking out. rabies? Out. Yeah. Did you tell me straight? <laughs> Are you might. No, no. Well, we'll take I'm care not, of it if you have the rabies. Uh, I'm not going to you know, lie. It'll you be under your protection plan. <laughs> so it's this like one... How far did it move? Dairy gets it moved that far? It starts vomiting anytime anybody talks <laughs> <laughs> um, You do get an attack of opportunity on the blue one. Um, he doesn't get too far because he had to run to you to Ooh. attack, and now he's running away. Um, and he looks like he is trying to book oh, no, it to don't. the back wall. Uh, 13? Doesn't hit. Those are um, rats. They're slippery little fuckers. Um, Dennis, what kind of menace are you going to be? <laughs> A real motherfucker of one. Uh <laughs> I'm going to try to get a like clear line of sight of this rat and I'm going to go uh crabs go and from a big fuck off pearl that I have uh these two crabs shoot out of it uh <laughs> it is it is the form of my eldritch blast um <laughs> Eldritch Crabs, wonderful. Uh, the first one is a 24. The second one is an 18. Yeah, just kill it. Roll some damage. It was already pretty hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's a 13, and that one is yeah, a 4. <laughs> it has 3 HP left. Um, yeah, so these Eldritch Crabs... The first one is just so vicious. It just like chops it up like cartoon style. Chop, 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 chop. And now there's like yeah. rat sushi like laying on the the uh, floor. Hey, um, uh, ambition, get in on this. There's there's some rat <laughs> oh, sashimi yeah. over here. Then it just goes ew. <laughs> it's an acquired taste, Dennis. You'll get used to it eventually. Uh, wait, pulls out his uh, little note card, looks at human, then looks at rat sashimi. Oh, uh, never mind. I like how he has a uh, cheat sheet of who eats what. <laughs> <laughs> it's important right, um, in the pest control business. It is. Oh, hey, uh, a paladin's lay on hands can cure disease. Huh. All right, so if we eat this rat and get diseased, uh, we're good. <laughs> uh, wait, who's the paladin? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm a cleric. Fuck. I was about to say, hang on. just gonna like, limp out of the basement. <laughs> Is there a paladin in the house? Oh, I'm a paladin right here. Is there a paladin in the house? Hang on. Oh, shit. There is. Well, enjoy the disease, nerds. <laughs> there, there are a handful of stat blocks, but none Damn. are paladins. <laughs> so. You can fuck around and you can find out though. That's not enjoy your rodent herpes. I got I got six pages of stat blocks. <laughs> fuck around and find out. Um, 
Okay, so Glart pokes his head up the stairs for a second and says, Hey, uh, can anyone up there like your disease? Just asking for a friend just in case we try something down here. It, it's not sexual in nature. It's uh, culinary in nature. That was really convincing. <laughs> why, would you, why would you say that? Why um, would you say that? Because if if they if they're like, all right, why do you need a disease cured? Most of the time, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, no, he's probably got herpes and needs someone to cure that. No, no, it's a rat infection. Don't worry about it. What's herpes? Nobody tell him. <laughs> oh, you don't want to know about that one, just yet, youngin. Oh, all right. So no. Dennis, uh, when, no, when, no, when no. a man loves a woman, no, 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 no one is going to Or when a woman loves a woman, uh, okay, we're not gonna. Okay, we're okay. I did not have zone of truth on this one, no. There, there's a look that's like 50% disgust and 50% confusion on Dennis's face. Just, what? Uh, he, he's got to learn at some point. Knowledge is power. Not today. Um, <laughs> not okay, today. okay, not today. I shouldn't teach him about crabs, neither. <laughs> Uh, I, I think he knows all about crabs. He he shot crabs at one of them rats, and it it exploded. So uh, I think he's got gr- grip on crabs. Yeah, he does. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, the halfling bartender uh, kind of peers down into the basement and is delighted. And a little disgusted to see that you have dispatched of these gigantic rats. Um, and he says, ah, wonderful. Um, now, um, where oh, are they coming uh, from? We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, can you just have uh, the bartender roll a perception check real quick? Shit. That's a natural 20. <laughs> Ah, shit, I rolled a dirty 20, so he, he sees me just, like, <laughs> munching down a little bit of rat sashimi. Oh, my God. He absolutely does. <laughs> um, And he stares at you, and when he realizes what you're doing, it turns into, like, that thousand-yard stare as he slowly turns his head and just looks to see, praying everybody else is doing something just a little bit more normal. Oh, um, it's not what it looks like it's it's not what it looks like. I was gonna pay, I was gonna pay for it. He's just tuning you out right now, like he has mentally blocked out you as a person, and is just for his sanity <laughs> and disgust is pretending that you don't exist. As he kind of steps a little bit further in and says, "Well, I mean, the job was kind of to get rid of the." Uh, rats and if they're coming from somewhere there's probably going to be more well, where were they taking that one hmm. I'm in the back of the room by the way already looking around uh, make some <laughs> perception or uh, I guess it'd be investigation investigation good I have a plus one to that I, get oh, I also have a plus well, one <laughs> I get a five. I don't know what I'm looking for because that's a five. (laughs) Twenty-one. I'm I'm just looking for more rats. Like I don't even really know what I'm looking for other than that. Nice. Nah. Fucking twenty. Exterminator instinct. Hell yeah. So um you home in on this like a bloodhound on crack. Um 
just you know exactly where they are where they're coming from this is this is it this is your thing um and you bloodhounds like crack yes yep um bloodhounds um okay so the point is (laughs) pretty much instantly glart knows where to go Uh, it quickly goes to the back and moves aside a crate that was in the direction that the wine cask uh, was being pushed in. And you all see what looks like a hole in the wall, kind of low on this back wall. Um, and it looks like it leads into darkness. Um, and there's a little bit of like a cold, musty smell uh, and a cool, not a breeze, but like a cool air kind of emanating from it and it looks and smells like it leads into some dark caverns below glart looks at the party and says hey guys you, you want to know how you find how a rat's that? hole oh uh, it's glart and uh you just lift the table <laughs> that was really disgusting man uh, i haven't heard that yeah, a little bit of pest control humor there for you. Pest control me vomiting my guts out from your gross joke. Um, the bartender is mentally lowering the amount he's going to reward you with. <laughs> 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 um, well, I'm assuming that there's some more down there. Um, I mean, it might take a little while. I know there's a bunch of caves and stuff underneath the town, but... Um, you know, takes you too long. You're always welcome to stay for free here at the uh, the tavern. Give you all some food and a place to stay. Um, as long as you get rid of them, because I'm real tired of them coming in and ruining on all my stock. They're biting through my big old casks, and I mean, it takes a long time to brew that fiery grog, and they've just been destroying it. Was, Can't keep really no food stuff, down here anymore. Um. Oh, well, thank you. It's my own personal recipe. He looks pretty proud of himself there. like Of course. Belching standing as tall again. as a halfling can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dennis. On fire. I know you blew it out uh, <laughs> before I drank it, but but damn, damn if it isn't letting the fire in contact with oxygen again. Ah, uh, you'll get used to it. <laughs> Will I? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Dennis, Dennis pulls the straps tight on his book bag, and he goes, don't worry, Mr. Barman, we're on the case. And he runs and he just like dives into the hole. Oh, damn it, boy. <laughs> Wait, uh, weren't we supposed to ask about like some blacksmith's kid? Honestly, I'm just here for the pest control experience, but. Yeah, I could I could use it. I could use a short break, actually. Um, the, that rat bit my knee and it is starting to swell and smell. <laughs> Owl. Yeah, we should probably get that looked at. Okay, I th- I'm sure the kid will be fine. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm saying, we, we, oh, oh, our kid, not not the blacksmith kid. Hey, Dennis, can no, you no, no, no. We should find that kid. Okay, yeah, yeah, we should find the blacksmith kid. Uh, <laughs> our kid, terrifying as hell. He'll probably be fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a an evil, just a a fearsome force of nature. I don't like it. I, I'm afraid of I'm afraid of Dennis. <laughs> I'll say it right now. <laughs> you know what? I, I was thinking the same thing, but I never said it out loud because I didn't want him to hear me. Hell yeah, brother. I'm really happy we can be open with each other about our hopes and fears like this. <laughs> yeah, that kid's fucking medicine, bro. 
Uh, Dennis, Dennis shouts behind him, I can't see a thing. Whoa, listen to that. Echo! Just shouting down like the tunnel. Oh, you'll be all right. <laughs> um, as you hear that echo, you hear an unholy squeaking sound echo back for just a moment from deep, deep, deep within. And it is not natural <sighs> sounding. Oh, no. Hold on, hold on there, kid. Uh, maybe you should think about coming back this way, kid. Uh, has anyone got a rope that they could? Uh, I could tie my my mace to my light bringer. I could. Oh come on! With? I I know where they are. They're right there. I can hear them. Mm. So you can tell that these uh, this little entrance opens into a cave, um, which from the echo leads to many other connected caves. Um, so this, it, it is pitch black in there and it smells a little bit funky, but not like toxic funky. And you definitely can hear the scrabble of more than one set of little pausies kind of echoing little pausies. Glart just snatches Dennis as quick as he can and goes upstairs so they can ask about the blacksmith's kid. I'm I'm assuming you're grabbing me by like my <laughs> heel. Yeah. Uh, as it's as I drag like, along the floor, I'm, I'm like, oh come on! Stairs. Okay, I'm so pulling you up the stairs by your leg. Oh come on! Okay. Uh, we we got to case the situation out first. Uh, that's the first thing you gotta do with these exterminations, Dennis. Fine. I I know you want to hop into the fray and all that, but. That's where all the fun happens. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun as hell. It's sick as hell. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, there's nothing more fun. The powerful feeling of taking another creature's life. (laughs) There's nothing better. Nothing makes... Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Yeah, nothing makes you feel more alive. But uh, in order to feel, like, super alive in that moment, we got to have some downtime. Downtime where we're not, like, in the middle of the fray. Because if we're constantly in the middle of the fray, Dennis... You don't get that same rush. You gotta have a plan. <sighs> Fine. But I'm gonna use Mr. Slaps next time. Oh no, what is Mr. Slaps? Oh, we'll oh, find no, oh no, oh no. You guys will find out next time. I'm, I'm excited. Oh. What is Mr. Fla- Mr. I'm a, Slaps? I'm referring to Mr. Slaps. Oh, oh, come on. Can you, can you tell us when you're about to use Mr. Slaps? I just want to look the other way. I, I no. can't keep my food. <laughs> This kid's a nightmare. Um, <laughs> as you're all heading back up onto the main tavern floor, the halfling man uh, is kind of kind of talking over you a little bit because he knows you'll probably all go on and on with <laughs> if he doesn't say something. Um, so for whoever's listening, um, he says, Well, my name is Toftier Duflame, and I am the owner and proprietor here at the... Uh, fire grog tavern um you can just come to me if you need anything um and you sir and he looks at barcoras get to drink whatever you want for the rest of the night i need the strongest whiskey or alcohol that you have to disinfect the rat the rat bite in my leg (laughs) from the from the enormous rat you know what he's gonna give you he he gets you some fiery grog you see the you see the whiskey behind him on the shelf he doesn't even look at it like nah this is stronger <laughs> gives you the fire <laughs> crock 
right. What, does that have any medicinal benefit to my rat wound? This has not been evaluated by the FDA. Uh, but he gives you a wink and lets you take whatever you want from that wink. Well, all right. <laughs> hey, uh, the rat bite and, and then see if it cleans it up. Hey, uh, Barky, we, we, we might need like something to drink ourselves because that kid's gonna do some oh, weird yeah. shit down there, and I'm not ready for oh, those sure. horrors again. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I can I get a can I get a round of uh, of whiskeys for my for my boys? Except for the bo- the actual boy, <laughs> I, I meant boys in a. <laughs> in a um, yeah, he kind of he pours a bunch of glasses of whiskey, and then the final glass he pours some apple juice, which is of similar color, similar enough uh, to make Dennis feel included. Uh, Cheers! Gl- Cheers! Fellas. Glart just chugs his and says, "All right, uh, Barker, we, we might need like a walk me down to drink when we like go talk to the blacksmith about his kid because." I feel like that's going to be equally as horrifying as whatever uh, little Denny down there is going to do. Oh, well, if you're looking for information on the blacksmith, son, I mean, I can tell you what I know because I kind of hear everything that goes on. I mean, if you haven't noticed, ain't nobody around here is quiet. Oh, okay, that works. I don't need to worry about open (laughs) container laws and like walking down the street with a glass of whiskey from your bar. Well, we are, and he kind of looks around as he speaks a little bit louder, a law-abiding tavern here, um, above board. We do follow the rules, yes. Um, and then he uh, kind of, <clears throat> yes, well, uh, Bryce Halfheart, uh, he just turned 18 a couple weeks ago, always been talking about, you know, adventuring and stuff like that, and not everybody knows how to get to the caves below the city, but pretty sure you just found a good way down in there um if he's anywhere he's probably down there he goes and he talks up a big game but i guess turning 18 meant he actually uh gave it a shot um a couple people that were part of the search party found some footprints near what looked like a collapsed entrance somewhere um best of our guess we couldn't really dig it out but um if you go down in those caves, chances are you'll find them. That was Bryce Halfwhite? Uh Bryce Halfheart. Um he is a freshly turned 18 um human. Um because all of you were against violence against children, so he is <laughs> he is 18. Um yes. Wait, don't we have to save somebody's kid too? Well, they Everybody just keeps assuming that we mean kid, but it's his son, but he just turned 18. I mean, a teenager is still kind of a kid, depending on how old you are. Oh, you... He's 18. He's a grown-up. Well, everybody is somebody's kid, you know? When you turn 18, you're a grown he, he needs us to save him? Everybody needs a helping hand sometimes. It's okay to ask for help. You just ask for a double, and he gives you a double wink. Like... If you need help, <laughs> I'm gonna rub it in his face. Now, uh, Dennis, you <laughs> you may not be accustomed to races other than humans, but uh, sometimes being 18 doesn't mean you're an adult. Look at them elves. Some of them are in their 70s, still considered adolescent, still living at home. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and dwarves, you know, like 40-year-old dwarf is like an 18-year-old human, Dennis, so. And then he pulls out his chart and looks at it. Well, yeah, uh, 18 is human for an adult, and puts the chart back into his shirt pocket. How many different charts does he have? <laughs> it's like the one thing. That's his green rarity item. Is it like, it's a, these bullshit is it like charts. a like a DM screen with like charts on each one, and he just unfolds it based on what he needs at the time? Or uh, it's just a bunch of little charts on a key ring. I was about to say it's, it's like a bunch in- of little laminate. <laughs> it's like index cards that your high school teacher would let you write whatever you needed to for the <laughs> final exam. And he's written everything he's ever learned in his life on those cards. Uh, th- these are for helping me relate to uh, Dennis there. <laughs> All right. So um, everybody can go ahead and take a short rest. And I think that this is a good place to end it for tonight. Before you plunge headfirst into the caves, that will be the madness of the Rat King. Um, does the does the brew do anything for my rat bite? Um, as far as you are aware, you don't feel like you have rabies at this moment. <laughs> at this moment, <laughs> I love that. Uh, same. The, the rats didn't look rabid. They. They they look like a different kind of um huge and fucked up. <laughs> like rats. Giant rats are not supposed to be that big, so there's something going on with it, but it's probably not just rabies. Um maybe it's rabies and something else, but there's definitely something going on. But they weren't foaming at the mouth or anything. They were just big angry boys. Rabies can take months or years. To, to take effect depending on the distance that the viral particles have to travel from the bite to the brain. Well, there you're you go. Bug bear and bug bears have long limbs, so you're good. True. <laughs> <laughs> I could live the rest of my natural life expectancy before I get sick. <laughs> like Hell an 80-year-old yeah. bug bear just chilling out in a cave one day. <laughs> Loses his mind suddenly. I feel, I feel more bug berry than usual. <laughs> All right, Um, but that is where we are going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, Next time, you guys get to jump into the caves and see what horrors lie beyond. Yay! Yay! I didn't. I don't know why it didn't sink in that you're playing an eleven-year-old. Rip his innocence. I did not. I did not think about that either. Um, I kept talking about phobias many times for a reason, so um, we'll see how this goes. It's all right. He's not scared of anything. A specific phobia for rats and mice is musophobia. Hmm. I didn't know, you know that. that. I um, looked it up. What's the fear of mooses? Hold on. Mesophobia. <laughs> Mesophobia. <laughs> Ratophobia, actually. Alkophobia. <laughs> <laughs> There is a phobia for it. What is it? A-L-K-I phobia. Alkaphobia. Yeah, there's a phobia for everything. The more you know. What's the phobia of alkaline things? (laughs) (laughs) The recording's not done yet. Yeah, who wants to hit us with an outro and or Gary, are you going to splice in an outro here? Uh, I don't have an outro to splice in. Uh, Thank you to everyone for listening. Go listen to 
uh, or go support the sp- people that supported us from the beginning. Uh, support Tithus, twitch.tv forward slash Tithus. Uh, Jess from Momocon, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Jess Panda, or any of the Momocon socials. Uh, Becky, twitch.tv forward slash Sugar Puns. And I don't remember the name of her Facebook page, but she's got a great cosplay Facebook page too. And spoiler, she'll be in the, uh, you know what? We'll save that for another day. And uh, follow our favorite narrator, Jay. I don't remember his socials. I'm sorry, Jay. Uh, go back and listen to the end of a previous episode and you'll get his socials. Why don't you just rip that from a previous yeah. episode? Rip the previous in- outro and just insert it here. Yeah. Speaking of Momocon, the That's fear so much of... Work. Just have Andrew doing the outro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were like, Andrew wasn't even there. <laughs> So there's not a fear specifically of peaches, but there is haptodysphoria, which is an odd, disagreeable sensation uh, when handling peaches, velvet, or other fuzzy surfaces. Uh, with that, give a jumbled and uh, whatever good night, everyone. I'm not Andrew, so I can't do this. <laughs> whatever good night, everyone. Whatever good night, everyone. Yeah, whatever good night. 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 Good